Here's something interesting. A recent report finds roughly one in five financial advisors is guilty of knowingly and deliberately giving their clients financial advice that is not in their best interest. Hi there, I'm Chris Oaks. Welcome to the Here's Something Interesting podcast, where we talk to interesting people with interesting things to say about interesting subjects. And you know, you don't need me to tell you that scammers are everywhere these days, sometimes lurking in places you might not expect. For example, do you really know if your financial advisor is actually giving you good advice? Our guest today is a certified financial planner and author of the new book, The Madoffs Among Us. Combat the scammers, con artists, and thieves who are plotting to steal your money. William Francavilla is his name, and I guess with an introduction like that, Bill, we should start by asking you your qualifications. Why should we believe what you are saying here? Well, thank you for the invitation. Uh, I spent my uh, uh, professional career in the field of financial services and uh, came away with a very generous appreciation for all the good financial advisors who are doing the right thing for their clients. But then uh, I'm also very cognizant and aware of the several bad people in the industry Mm -hmm. who are are out to do nothing but steal people's monies. And there are hundreds of thousands of books on self-help and personal finances and how to make money. I decided to write a book on how to keep money. And the best way to keep money is to pay attention and make sure you're not being scammed and make sure someone isn't there stealing. That actually... So that was the the genesis. Yeah, that is actually the uh, uh, title of the first chapter, Pay Attention or Pay Dearly. And is that really uh, what leads people and why these uh, scam artists are are able to proliferate the way they, they are, that we kind of go in... Most people kind of go in assuming that a financial advisor is always going to offer good advice and have your best interest at heart. Boy, that is a truism. Uh, the, the, the financial advisor may look the part. They might have a beautiful office, as did our, our friend Bernie Madoff. Uh, may, have, may have all the accolades and certifications, but you can really never determine where a person's heart is. Are they honest? Are they making the right decisions? Are, are these decisions in my best interest? So that's why I, I encourage people to um, find out as much as they can about the investments that have been suggested or mm-hmm. the, the investments that they currently have. But more importantly, find out about that financial advisor. Chris, there's a, um, a website from FINRA. It's the financial a regulatory agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called bro- BrokerCheck.com. Just as it sounds, BrokerCheck.com. I encourage your listeners to reference that, plug in the name of their current financial advisor or their prospective financial advisor, and see what happens. It, it, it will record um, all or any uh, disclaimers against that financial person, uh, have there been customer complaints? If so, what was the nature of the complaint? Mm-hmm. Was there one call and that's you know an exception, or are there five or six co- uh, different disclaimers where you should basically take your money and go someplace else? Yeah, in, that's the first step. In that opening chapter, you uh, cite a 2012 study that found that 74 percent of investors may have uh, likely purchased unsuitable products. Uh, when they're uh, from their uh, financial planner, 
it's an interesting t- statistic, but who most often is at fault uh, for that? Because many financial planners will say, sometimes you can give all the best advice in the world to, to someone. They're going to be hell-bent on, on buying something that maybe is not best for them over all of that advice. A very astute observation. You're, you're exactly right. Now, if, if, if you were to visit 10 different financial advisors and you described uh, a, a situation that was important to you, you may receive 10 different strategies. Sure. So it, it, it has to be cooperative. It has to be the financial advisor presenting what he or she believes to be the most appropriate um, a solution. Uh, but an addendum to that is the consumer, the client, being uh, a participant in that decision. Mm-hmm. It's very and, easy for someone to say, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with annuities, or I would right. love the, uh, the guarantee of an annuity. So it, it is a give and take. And, and when a financial advisor is, is bent on his or her agenda, it's time to run. I want an advisor that's to ask the key. me. All that, the questions. Well, it is. That's, it that's is. the key. Very, very important. Because, it, because right. just because, uh, and it's important to point out, just because, as you said, you may uh, get 10 different sets of advice from 10, 10 different advisors, that doesn't necessarily mean any of them are necessarily trying to defraud them. Although, in that same study, you cite the uh, uh, 19% of financial advisors committed fraud with intent. So that is one in five, a pretty large number. It is. You're right. You're right. There's another statistic that suggests about 7% of all financial advisors out there have some disclaimer or they have been chastised or they've been barred from the industry or uh, they're noted as not being appropriate for the business. Now, the, the statistic that follows that is within one year of being fired, for instance, maybe a major firm, a major bank fires a financial advisor because he's not doing the right thing mm-hmm. or he's been accused of uh, some miscreant behavior. Um, within one year, 44% of those fired advisors are working for another financial firm. Somewhere else, yeah. Uh, yeah, just someplace else. So the the book really kind of goes into also answering that question that I think everybody uh, has, again, from the title, The Madoffs Among Us. We hear these stories uh, like a Bernie Madoff or uh, some of these other stories that are in the news about well-known, uh, supposedly pretty intelligent people who are getting uh, fleeced by their investment advisors, celebrities, and so on. And the question always becomes, why? How in the world can these people get taken for the amounts of money that they have been taken for? It just seems incredulous to us. Uh, that's a good word, incredulous. How do these very, very smart people, mm-hmm. um, the money managers, the hedge fund managers, the heads of nonprofits, get taken in by Bernie Madoff, who absconded with $65 billion? How about... Uh, uh, celebrities who uh, are pretty smart and they, they think they hire the right people mm-hmm. to shepherd their their wealth and they find out at the end of a period that oh my goodness this person was stealing from me at all times the financial services has a reputation and the reputation is oh, this stuff is way over my head it's daunting information I don't have the time to learn about it and people abdicate their responsibility to be participant in that decision-making equation. So they simply trust somebody else who might look the part or sound the part. 
and forget about it. Well, that's not right. I, I, I strongly, strongly encourage all consumers to at least have a cursory understanding Mm -hmm. of what they're invested in and where that investment might be going. That is a good point. I mean, uh, so often we think, I don't have to understand things. That's why I pay my financial advisor. But without some sort of rudimentary understanding, you leave the door open uh, to be taken, a la Bertie Madoff. And the other important point uh, that, uh, again, goes back to that, as the title suggests, the Madoffs Among Us, so many just average folks, middle-class folks, uh, think, that they may be immune from this simply because they don't have uh, those big dollars that the Bernie Madoffs of the world are going after. Uh, but again, uh, the the Madoffs among us are out there fleecing the little guy as well. You've hit it absolutely on the head. I don't care about the Bernie Madoffs and the $65 billion as much as I care for the widow who's living on a fixed income and she has $50,000 in the bank uh, one day and the next day it's not there because she fell prey to one of these uh, people who uh, have, they have no heart, they have no conscience, mm -hmm. they just want the money and they don't care how they're going to get it. I, I was working with a gentleman a number of years ago and um, he was a, a, a very active member of his church and anything that came in that suggested it was of a religious nature, he would start writing checks. He would start writing checks. He was in his late 80s. And I went to him and I said, um, um, Mr. K, uh, tell me what's going on. Your, your account is, is dwindling here. You're writing all these checks. He says, well, these people need my money. Um, and I'm, uh, I want to be a faithful steward of this church and so on. Right. I said, yes, but you're running out of money. You can't do this. You just can't do it. Some of the sites were very legitimate, but several of them were bogus. Mm -hmm. They found out that he was vulnerable to this particular message. And retrieving that information, they went after his assets. Yeah, the Madoffs. Yeah, the the Madoffs are the extreme example. The Bernie Madoff is an extreme example, but as, as again the title suggests, uh, there are Madoffs among us uh, that that we are all. Uh, need to be on the watch for. And, and again, in the book, you uh, cite the five most important questions to ask your financial advisor. We don't have time for all five, but what would be right at the top of that list? Tell me about yourself. Tell me about your experience in the industry. Um, how many firms have you been with? Um, do you have any industry credentials like CFP or Chartered Financial Consultant? I want to know that person's approach to financial planning. Are they bearish on the market or are they bullish or are they asking me the right questions to understand what my needs are so that we can together come to an appropriate choice? Am I going to be working with you personally or am I going to be working with a member of your team? And a real important one, I want to know how transparent their fees are. Tell me how, much, how you charge for services, not just how much, but how you charge. Those are the types of questions, uh, actually conversations, that every investor should have with his or her investment advisor.
The Madoffs Among Us combat the scammers, con artists, and thieves who are plotting to steal your money. One of the best things, I think, about the book is that it's written in plain language that anyone can understand, deliberately so, because the idea is uh, removing some of the mystery that leads to the opportunity for people to be scammed. Uh, certified financial planner William Francavilla is uh, the author. And do you have a website where folks can learn more about the book? Uh, yes, thank you. It's uh, BillFrankavella.com. All right. We... And the book is available, of course, on Amazon, Barnes, Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Uh, Bill, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation. And if you find today's topic interesting, we can discuss it more on the Here's Something Interesting Facebook page, at Something Interesting Podcast on Facebook. Hope to meet up with you there. I'm Chris Oaks, and if you enjoy the Here's Something Interesting Podcast, be sure to subscribe, like our Facebook page, share it with all your friends that might find this stuff interesting as well. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for listening.